0: Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife, that time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Woods Mullins, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, the mind, body and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. Hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. My name is Lynnis Woods-Mollins, and I am your Vibe Living host, and I love just sitting around talking about different ways that midlife women can live a full life. I really created the idea of Vibe as an acronym, and basically it means being vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. And when I talk about beauty, I'm talking about that inner beauty radiating out. And all the things that we can do holistically uh, to take good care of of ourselves because you know being well being vibrant and all that stuff it really is a holistic kind of continuum of the mind body and spirit and we don't want to leave any of those things out Normally, when I have my show, I always break it down to, you know, the mind moves, body bella, and spiritual spice segments. Well, today, I'm kind of putting them all together in one because I really do feel that our next guest really sums it up in total in terms of what it really means to thrive in midlife. I am so excited to be able to share with you my guest, Dara Goldberg. Dara uh, Dara Goldberg uh, is a midlife transitions expert for women. I kind of giggle a little bit because actually she's just an expert when it comes to transition, period. Uh, She works with women directly through coaching and courses to help them to stop feeling lost and confused and to figure out who they are now and what will give them a firm sense of purpose, meaning, and fulfillment figure out the specific steps that they can take to make it happen. Dara also has a broader agenda to cut the term midlife crisis. I agree with that one. And just change our whole vocabulary around that. And take, maybe use other things that we use to describe who we are. Dara is also a speaker, writer, and loves to be a guest on podcast. Thanks so much, Dara, for being here. I'm glad that you're loving to be a guest on podcast as you're here with us right now in Vibe Living.
1: Thank you very much. I'm
0: thrilled to be here. Thank you. it's wonderful to have you. I first have to ask you, what made you decide to become a transitions expert for women in midlife? What was your aha moment that made you think that this is the time for me to do this because it's really needed? Uh, Great question. I would say
1: I had a midlife crisis and yet it wasn't that. And it what played out in terms of I had this full wonderful career in a company I'd helped build. We were doing really good work with charitable organizations. So it was filling, fulfilling kind of the financial needs, the socially, you know, meaningful needs that we all naturally have in terms of sense of purpose and connection and structure and routine. Like those are carnal needs. It was meeting those. And then, it wasn't. And I thought, oh my, the way it played out was, I thought I was losing my work ethic. I truly thought I was losing my brain. Like it was, had to be early onset dementia. Like there was days where I truly was like, I can't focus. I'm not doing a good job. What's wrong with me? Right. And I went inward to, there's this problem within me. And I kept it Kind of on the down low, and I isolated. And then, you know, through outside help and my own self reflection, I realized that what was happening, all those painful emotions were, if I could look at it, they were the data that were telling me, like clearing through the clutter of those emotions, was this growth spurt. And I was in what I call that uncomfortable space between. This career, which was so important to me, and I was single most of the time, so you could say I was almost married to it, um, wasn't working and fulfilling those needs for purpose and meaning. So I was in the middle of that no longer working, but I I wasn't on the other side of who am I now? You know, not what am I now, but literally who? And the fact that we as a society think this is, somehow a flaw in us and a breakdown um, drove me to make a major career pivot. And I, even though it was a loss, I said goodbye to the company and started up 12 years ago, this practice that I truly love. It's such a passion to help other women recognize that whether it's an external force, you know, like a divorce or a retirement or an emptiness, or it bubbles up from within like it did for me, it's a growth spurt. It's a new milestone.
0: So if you were to uh, rechange it from we calling it a midlife crisis, what would you call it? You mentioned growth spurt. Was there any other kind of name you would call it? I would call it a midlife growth spurt. And out of that
1: comes opportunity. And the reason I'm not saying it's not painful and uncomfortable, so I don't want to dismiss how hard it is for anybody. What I think is so important is we don't have a vocab- cap- vocabulary for what happens and what you know we go through when, during midlife, we experience those kinds of changes in purpose and meaning. We're allowed to, you know, we let kids have all these developmental milestones and we watch as they grow. And then as young adults, they're allowed to grow and change and totally do career interest pivots and all that. And then there's this false idea that growth stops in midlife. And I think that's part of the problem, right? We, are, we almost wanna freak out and judge each other and ourselves for having those growth spurts, because we don't allow that there's milestones
0: to achieve and that growth is infinite. Yeah, you know, it's pretty interesting because when you think about growing, you hear that term growing pains. There is pain in growth, you know, puberty, you know, uh, talk about their puberty experience and how difficult that was. And same thing with young women as they're growing into women right before they start their periods. There seems to be and when we have a child, there is definitely pain involved in the delivery of that child. But at the end of these stages is a whole new way of being. That serves us. So I love the idea of looking at it as a midlife growth spurt more so than midlife crisis, because it truly is not a crisis. I I always say that, you know, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to be able to pursue those things that you've always wanted to pursue and just haven't been able to for so many reasons, many times because of all the different roles that we begin to play as we get older in life. So when it comes to the women that you work with, how do you get them to begin to take a look at their lives in totality and how they can begin to turn that laser focus on themselves and not Mm -hmm. on everyone else? that
1: another great question. I just wanted to jump on your excellent example of having a child, because when you become a parent the day it happens, you are are letting go of who you were, right? So there is this sense of loss of identity, however wonderful it is, and you're embracing this new identity. So that's a great example of, that transitional space, but in terms of how I work with women, there's a kind of seminal question I ask right out of the gate when I, you know, coach when I do my courses, and it's I want you to answer the question, "Who are you?" Not what. I don't want you to give me mother, sister, you know, wife, partner. Um, I want you to dig into who are you? Because we ask little kids, you know, what do they want to be when they grow up, but we never ask them who. Mm -hmm. And so I see this period, whether it's late 30s, late 50s, you know, I'm 55, like it all happens at different points, but it's this tune into what are, you know, the values that truly Make you you? What are the um, personality traits? You know, it's the whole what do you want to be remembered for? How do you want to be described as a human, as a woman in this world? And that's crafting who you are now. And it's from that that you then figure out what will give me a sense of purpose? What do I need and what do I need to shed?
0: You know, you talked earlier about when I was reading your bio about wanting to kick the midlife crisis thing to the curb. Uh, What do you really mean by that? And and can you tell me specifically what it is that we can do to to do that?
1: Yes, I think as a society, we are doing all of us harm. And I would say especially women, um, but men too, by calling it the midlife crisis as society has defined it, which is that it's a flaw within us, that we've brought it onto ourselves, Mm -hmm. that it's a problem we need to solve on our own, you know? And so I think there's several things we can do. One, change the vocabulary as we talked about and call it midlife transition, midlife growth spurt, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, There was something. Oh, a new milestone in our development, a a new way of, or crafting the next chapter of our story. Like there's, it's really what words work for you, each of us. But I would say, growth spurt and opportunity are what come out of this. And I think the reason we have this, you know, wrong definition. I'm just going to be bold and say, of midlife crisis is like three key reasons. One, that, as I said before, growth stops when we hit midlife and thereafter. And it's kind of not only stops, but it goes downhill. Like we start, you know, falling apart or any of that stupid stuff that you totally relate to. Um, There's that. There's this, again, notion that it's a flaw within us. We need to let go of that because it's natural. And it's a shift in the foundation we've built to meet these needs. That's all it is. I'm not saying it's not painful, but it's a shift and we need to rebuild it. And the third one is, well, actually a four, sorry. The third is that our lives are supposed to um, follow a straight line and, yeah. you know, or a linear path. And you know, there's plot twists and curves, and that is to be expected. Um, and then fourth is that midlife is the middle of our lives. And we have so many more years to live. And life expectancy is so much longer than when that term even was originally
0: conceived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I truly do agree with you. You know, it's interesting because they talk about guarding your words and actions. You know, how we think about ourselves, the things we ponder on, the things that we say to ourselves, whether it's negative or positive, they will truly come to pass because we begin to uh, pre-program our minds in terms of how we look at the world, how we encode the world, how we interpret things that are going on with around us. That's why having that positive mindset while we go through this, process is so important. You know, it's interesting because with, A lot of the women that I have worked with, they come to me for wellness concerns when it comes to being overweight or hormonal imbalances or things of that nature. And one of the first things I talk about with them is, you know, finding out what what it is about them that they like right now, instead of always looking at God, there's something wrong with me. I got to fix it. You know, there's a crisis. I'm getting older. That kind of thing. And when they when it comes to that whole word midlife crisis, the first thing I think about is how upset everybody gets when Mr. Rogers goes out and buys that red Corvette, what's, what's the crisis? If he's got the money and he can afford it, what the same yeah. is crisis, you know? Yeah. Um, what's the crisis? If you suddenly decide that you want to learn uh, lose more weight so you can be healthier, what's the crisis? That's a good thing. You are investing in your wellness, or in this case, Mr. Rogers is investing in his happiness. So I yeah. think a lot of times we just have to turn off that outer yang, 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 yang that goes on. Some of that belongs to us sometimes some that belongs to others as well. And I think that when it comes to women, it's really important that uh, we begin to kind of shift how we look at ourselves. And you know, I would, wanted to know what kind of advice you can offer to our listeners uh, who happen to be feeling this way, that they're in a crisis. What's another way that they can be looking at that?
1: that that's great. I think um, a few things. One is... I keep coming back to and what you were saying, how you talk to yourself, and literally the words you use, because the tendency is to use a lot of shoulds. You know, I should have known. I should have done things differently. You know, I should be fine. Like all those shoulds, take that totally out of like how you talk to yourself and how you talk to others, right? And the other piece is to go, really go to a place of incredible self-compassion, and you know, it's clear from neuroscientists, right, that the way we talk to ourselves is the way we will come to think, right? It shifts the mindset, and so it's taking statements, reframing your judgment to positive statements, and using I you know, and saying, this is happening to me because I have an opportunity to do X. I'm choosing to embrace this time. And I'm giving myself permission to be lost in transition. I'm not, I'm having these painful emotions, but they're not me. They're the data that's telling me what's going on.
0: So those are just that, that I love that you said that you're choosing to embrace your yeah. experience. And and what are you doing personally, Dara, to embrace midlife?
1: That's a great question. One, I'm doing my I'm living my passion with this work and absolutely both the work I do directly with women and this movement I'm on to to help change the, the dialogue and the definition and everything we're doing Um for women. I would say that. I would say um, I spend a lot of time being intentional with myself. <laughs> it might sound nuts, but I don't care. I'm truly, I focus on who I am and I take care of myself in ways that I never have, both in terms of what you described, like health and you know, taking care of my my spirit and my heart and living my heart. I I don't know, like sometimes you know how words aren't the way to express things. Like I also think I love, I've chosen to love midlife. Like I've chosen to see it as a time and as my story and me writing, you know, this next chapter as cliched as that sounds. Like I get to write what I want to write and make it a choice. Like choose to make it your
0: choice and be intentional about it. And I love that. The whole idea of being intentional, you know, being focused on deciding that while it's midlife, that is going to be the best time of your life and not making it the worst time because you have a choice. You can make it either way. You can just sit back and say, okay, it's midlife. I'm getting ready to retire and just sit back to die. Or you can say, hey, it's midlife. The kids are gone. I'm getting ready to retire. Now I can do what I really want to do. I mean, there's different ways of looking at things. And many times, How we look at something determines how it's going to be, which means I've got to ask you this question because I ask everybody this question that comes on the broadcast. How do you vibe? What is it that you do to vibe? What does it mean to you? Um, I love the word, and
1: I also love that there's. it means something different for everyone. So I love that you put it out there. I think for me, um, I vibe by... Feeling the connection and the difference I'm making in people's lives and really feeling just I get to nurture and care and that lights me up. I I would say, you know, prosaic level to me being out in nature and literally whether it's running, walking, hiking and being connected with the environment. Absolutely. Like not only brings my blood pressure down, but it truly connects me with myself. So those are just two off the cuff,
0: so. I, and I love that. I think that we all vibe in different ways. And my goal is, in doing this podcast, is that however you do it, that's great, just as long as you do. That, that's that's my yeah. whole thing. Now, for all of the listeners, for those of you who wanna find out more about Dara and things that she, the practices and services that she provides, please go to her website. The website is there uh, in the show page. And for those of you who don't have the show page or aren't looking at it right now, just go to daragoldberg.com, daragoldberg.com, or follow her on Clubhouse at Dara Does Midlife. Dara Does Midlife, I love that. Or you can do the same thing on IG at Dara Does Midlife. Fantastic. I love that. Dara does Midlife, and you certainly are, and thank you so much for doing the Vibe Living podcast. It's been wonderful having you here today. Thank you so much, Linus. This has been awesome. You're welcome. And thank you to all of you. You know, I love sitting here chatting, talking about all things vibe. If you want to find out more about the vibe living programs, you know how to do it. Just go and click on those different links down below. Or you can just Google me. Just Google Linus Woods Mullins and all my vibe stuff comes up. All my wellness woman comes up. All my social media comes up. You can find me if you want to. And I hope you will want to find me. Thanks so much for listening. And just remember, along your journey to wellness, have a fantastic time. And don't forget to vibe. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at podcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.